From the Capital City, I'm Jordan Lewis. Dr. Newbury from the Bartlett Regional Hospital came on to Capital Chat to talk about the new Da Vinci Robotic Surgery Assistant. Yeah, so the Da Vinci Surgical System is a uh, robotic-assisted modality to help with advanced minimal invasive surgery. So this has been a long, long uh, uh, wait to get the robot here in, in Juneau. We've been working on this for about four plus years now. And so we're excited to bring the technology to our operating room. Uh, it's going to allow us to do a lot more complicated uh, surgical procedures as well as bringing in additional surgical specialties that rely heavily on the advanced technology of the robotic system. Bartlett Regional Hospital had an open house to show residents the robot from 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. yesterday in the lobby of the hospital. Dr. Emily Rosenfeld spoke with News of the North on some of the advantages the new machine offers. So the, one of the main advantages of the robotic system is it is a minimally invasive um, system for surgery. So sur uh, these patients can have a really major surgery done with very small incisions, which means a better... Um, uh, recovery time. It takes patients less time to recover and then a lower complication rate typically. And another one of the advantages of the robot in specific specifically is it has the ability to do a little bit more complex surgery than we'd be able to do typically with like a straight stick laparoscopy type method. Kim McDowell, the chief nursing operator and chief operating officer, spoke on what it took to get the machine at Bartlett Regional Hospital. Well, it took a lot. Um, you know, as we know, we, you know, we are a city entity, and so really being able to show the benefits of what robotics can do here for our community and for the hospital, I guess, was the biggest one because it's an unknown. Um, so doing a lot of the research, doing PowerPoint presentations to our board, uh, sharing that information with the city assembly, um, and then showing the benefits and outlining the benefits of having a robotics program and what it can do for patients. The board responsible for drawing the boundaries of Alaska's legislative districts voted Monday against making any changes after the state Supreme Court recently issued its full ruling on lawsuits challenging the map. That likely means that there won't be any changes to the district lines used in last year's election until 2032, though Alaskans displeased with the map have 30 days to challenge it in court. Alaska Redistricting Board member Bud Simpson of Juneau said that while he disagreed with some of the statements in the Supreme Court ruling, he opposed trying to redraw the map again, saying, quote, I think it would be disruptive and an exercise in futility, honestly, to attempt to make any substantive change. In April, the Alaska Supreme Court, in a 111-page opinion, explained its reasoning for earlier rulings related to redistricting. The court upheld Superior Court Judge Thomas Matthews' ruling that overturned the board's original map, which split Eagle River's two House districts into separate Senate districts. Matthews and the Supreme Court ruled that the split was an unconstitutional partisan gerrymander. Matthews required the board to use an alternative map that the board had considered previously. While the Supreme Court left the interim map in place for the 2022 election, its recent opinion gave the redistricting board some room to revisit the map, an option the board chose not to pursue. Bethany Markham, who rejoined the board on Monday, was the only board member who said she preferred that the board consider making changes to the map. You can read more about this story on our website, KINYradio.com. And on May 13th at about 6.50 p.m., the Alaska State Troopers, with the assistance of CCAD, the Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs Task Force, contacted and arrested Shante Carley, age 44, of Heidelberg, at a residence in the 2400 block of 3rd Avenue. Carley had an outstanding arrest warrant reference, PTRP, stemming from the original charge of misconduct involving a controlled substance in the third degree. Carley was transported and remanded to the Ketchikan Correctional Center with no bail. The Alaska State Troopers would like to thank CCAD CCAD, the Ketchikan Police Department, and Ketchikan Adult Probation for their assistance with the investigation.
Coming up next on News of the North, as part of National Infrastructure Week events, the city and borough of Juneau Docks and Harbors will host local members of the American Society of Civil Engineers to discuss Alaska infrastructure. Parks and Recreation Juno Pools will offer a lifeguarding class on June 2nd through 4th at the Diamond Park Aquatic Center. And Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen this morning sounding the alarm on the financial future of America should Congress fail to raise the debt ceiling. Those stories next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. As part of National Infrastructure Week events, the city and borough of Juno Docks and Harbors will host local American Society of Civil Engineers to discuss Alaska infrastructure. Port Director Carl Yucatel, PE and ADOT Bridge Engineer Leslie Daughtry, PE will present the results of the 2021 ASCE Alaska Infrastructure Report Card at 12 p.m. on Wednesday, May 17th in the Assembly Chambers and the public is invited to attend. Infrastructure Week takes place in Washington, D.C. and throughout the country every May. For over a decade, industry advocates and practitioners, including ASCE, have organized this week-long series to spotlight the role infrastructure plays in supporting your local economy and your quality of life. The concept of a report card to grade the nation's infrastructure originated in 1988 with the Congressionally Chartered National Council on Public Works Improvement Report. Since then, ASCE has updated the National Report Card every four years. With each new report in 2001, 2005, 2009, 2013, 2017, and now the 2021 report, the methodology of the report card has been rigorously assessed so as to take into consideration all the changing elements that affect America's infrastructure. In addition to the national report, each state ASCE produces a statewide report card. This will be presented on Wednesday. Parks Recreation Juno Pools will offer a lifeguarding class on June 2nd through the 4th at the Diamond Park Aquatic Center. Participants who successfully complete the class will earn an American Red Cross lifeguard certification that is valid for two years. Registration opened on May 15th yesterday and closes on May 30th. You can register online via the Parks and Recreation catalog under the Juno Pools tab. The class schedule is as follows. On June 2nd, it will be from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., June 3rd, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., and June 4th will also be 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Class fees are $250 for general participants, but free for those who submit an application for employment as a Juno Pools lifeguard at the end of the course. The class is open to a maximum of 10 people. There are prerequisites for the class. You are required to complete an eight-hour online course and a pre-course session in the pool prior to the first day of class. The pre-course session includes a 300-yard swim, a brick retrieval from 10 feet, and treading water for two minutes. And you must be 15 years old by the last day of class. The Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen this morning is sounding the alarm on the financial future of America should Congress fail to raise the debt ceiling. Secretary Yellen speaking at the Independent Bankers of America conference warning Congress to act as soon as possible to get it done. ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers has the latest ahead of President Biden's meeting with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and other congressional leaders. Hours before President Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and congressional leaders sit down to talk about the debt limit, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned that a government default could lead to a recession. A U.S. default would generate an economic and financial catastrophe. Yellen told an audience of independent community bankers that Congress needs to act as soon as possible to raise the debt limit. The U.S. economy hangs in the balance. The livelihood, livelihoods of millions of Americans do too. So there's no time to waste. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. And a NOAA ocean exploration-led team has discovered what appears to be evidence of a larger gas seep at a depth of nearly 1.4 miles, or 2,300 meters, along the Aleutian Trench. 
The discovery was found in data collected during the Seascape Alaska 1 Aleutians deep water mapping expedition using multi-beam sonars on NOAA ship Okeanos Explorer. Scientists are interested in gas seeps like those discovered because they provide habitat for organisms like tube worms, are potential sources of alternative energy and pharmaceuticals, and for a host of other reasons. As of May 15th, the team has found at least three gas seeps that were previously unmapped. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.